Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Lord bless you. Tomorrow I'll have a little Thanksgiving uh, message for you. And today is a little bit out of thanks, too. It's out of Colossians chapter 1, verses uh, 3 on down. I'll read some of that. I didn't do a message recently on Colossians, in fact, uh, last week. But this is a little bit different. But I want to thank God for who he is. I want to this maybe have a couple of days of thanking God. But tomorrow I share with you a whole bunch of verses dealing with thanks to God on Thanksgiving. So I hope you tune in on Thanksgiving. I know a lot of you are preparing food and this kind of thing and preparing for family to come over. But I certainly hope you tune in. Our Heavenly Father, guide us this day. Open our hearts and our minds to you. Lead us. And Lord, may we follow you with everything we have. I give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Of course, as we know, Paul wrote the book of Colossae somewhere in uh, 60 or 61 A.D. And, you know, he, he's thanking these people and he's encouraging the people. But he says this in verse 3, and I'll read it down. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. So he's praying for the church at Colossae. And he said, we always thank God. We're thanking God because of you. We're thanking God because of God in you. We're recognizing God's work in you, and we thank God that you are paying attention to the things of God. The Church of Colossae, he was happy with at times. He was happy with a lot of churches at times, but also reprimanded some of them, too, to try to get them to become better and strong. Boy, God sure used the Apostle Paul. Even in its times of prison and all those times, God just used him. He was so led by God. He said, we always give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. He's always thanking God for them because we have heard of your faith in Christ and the people love you have and the people in Jesus and of the love you have for all of God's people. He's just thanking them and praising them because they have such a love for God's people. They want people to know God. They want people to know what salvations they wanted to people to know what grace is about. They wanted people to know what faith is about. People, we need to thank God for the people He's put in our lives. Who has he put in your life? Who is he going to put in your life today? Whose life may you touch with the power of God today? Would you think about that for a moment? Whose life might you touch today? Think about it. I'm giving you a moment to think about it. Touch their lives with Jesus. Show them the love of Jesus. Maybe even you want to drop by a gift for them, a snack. Maybe you just want to appreciate them. But show them the love of Jesus. He goes on to say, by faith and love springs up hope stored up for you in heaven. That you, what you already have heard in the true message of the gospel. You've already heard it, he's telling them. You've already got the gospel. You know what it's about. That has come to you in the same way the gospel is bearing fruit and is growing through the whole world. That's why we have missionaries. That's why we have people that were changing the world because of Christ. We had recently sent some people to China. And we didn't send them. And they, they felt a call to China. We helped them a little bit. But they want to go minister to people in China. They have to be very, very careful in China because China is very uh, much not joyful about Christians, even though right now China is probably the the fastest-growing Christian population in the world because people are coming to know Jesus. But see, he's thanking the Lord that you're growing, you're sharing the good news. So in verse 9, he says, For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. Folks, I've told you this and I'm going to tell you this as long as I'm on the radio, which I don't know how long will be, is continue to prayer. Prayer is the key. Prayer is a key to your personal life. Prayer is a key to your church life. 
Prayer is the key to your relationship with the Almighty God, to stay in tune with Him, to spend time praying, spend time listening to the Spirit of God, asking God to lay things on your heart. We can, then he goes on to say, we continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of His will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. Ask God to fill you. I pray God fills you folks with wisdom, with the Spirit of the living God, that you would go out and you and I together can make a huge dent on this world, that people would see Jesus in our lives and we could share the truth of Jesus so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way, bearing fruit for every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. Bearing fruit, what is bearing fruit? is having a positive influence on people, having a positive influence on their life so you could spread the good news of God. Then he says, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience. You know, sometimes in a Christian life, we need endurance. We need patience because we feel like giving up at times, especially when people don't respond. We say, Lord, use me in this situation. Help me to touch my family member. And it seems like maybe they go the other way and we don't get it and they don't want to listen to us. But he says, have great endurance. Have great endurance and patience. And patience, folks, is very difficult for me. I am not a patient person. I know that. I recognize it. And I know some people say, you speak it, so that's the way it is. No, I, I know that I need more patience in my life. I need more patience with people. I need more patience sometimes with my family. There's times, and especially in my older age, it seems like I get frustrated more and more. I don't want to get frustrated. I want to show the love of Jesus to all those around me and pray for me that God would help me in this. And then he says, giving joyfully thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share the inheritance of the holy people in the kingdom of light. What's he talking about here? Heaven. He's sharing in the inheritance of heaven that someday you're going to inherit the kingdom of God. It's going to be so glorious. I think about it as green pastures, and the still waters, and as in Psalm 23, and just seeing the glorious beauty of heaven and living in the sunshine of heaven. This time we're lit, we're lit up by the the by God, by the and the Son of God lights up heaven, and it's so glorious. It's hard to even imagine. I don't think any of us think about that. We think about really living a life that we're going to live a life, and it may be like we're living here, but without sin. And about, it's all about honoring God and enjoying life and enjoying each other. Heaven's going to be a wonderful place. He says, for he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness, and he's brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. You hear that? He has rescued us from the darkness of this world. He's rescued us from all those things that have gone on that have not been good, so that we would have light. And we would have his, and have his light. He said the dominion of darkness, and he brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves. Well, who's in the kingdom? Jesus is in the kingdom, the son he loves. He's there for us. He's there to lead us and to guide us in every single way. I have all sorts of things that we need to trust God for, but I just pray that God would give us this wisdom. And I pray that uh, you would trust God to help and guide and lead you in your life so that we can spend eternity in the kingdom of heaven. You know, I'm, I'm so grateful for those of you who stand up for God and the things of God, and you don't let the world sway you. 
And like I've said many times, I thank God for you who have listened so closely to him. Listen so closely to the power of God, and you follow him. And when you fall down, you rise back up. When you're kicked, you, you lick your wounds and you move forward. People of God, we're going to live in a world that's going to struggle. We're going to live in a world of temptation that the enemy is going to try to take us down. But we're going to stand firm in him. We're going to stand firm in knowing that our God reigns. I love that old song, you know, Our God Reigns. And I think it's, it's something that uh, we need to live by. We need to recognize that God's in us and his hope is a hope of glory and trust him with everything we have because the world is trying to pollute us. The world is trying to take us down. But you know what? When God is for us, Romans says, who can be against us? Who can be against us? I just... Uh, and then I think of that song, Our God Reigns. It goes, our God is great and glorious. We put our trust in our name in Jesus. Able to save and deliver us. We put our hope in your name, Jesus. Your blessing and honor, glory and power, unto our God forever and ever. All the honors, all the praise is yours, your favor. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Our God reigns. And there's another chorus, and it's, there's two different songs here. But the other song is our, we sing, Our God reigns, yes, our God reigns, our God reigns, our God reigns, recognizing our God reigns. And our God is mighty and marvelous. We put our trust in your name, Jesus. There's nothing to fear. You are here. You are here with us, O Lord. We put our hope in your name. Sounds like a prayer of David, doesn't it? Blessing and honor glory and power unto our God forever and ever. All the honor of all the praise is yours, yours forever. Hallelujah, our God reigns. Our God is in control. He's steadfast, he's immovable. Nothing is impossible. Cause our God reigns forever. Our God is in control, steadfast, immovable. Nothing is impossible because God, you reign. Our God is in control. Our God has us. Our God wants to lead us. You know what? Listen, follow him, recognize him, know that he reigns in your life. Read Colossians. As I just got out of Colossians last week and just, and then today, uh, shared again out of Colossians. But read the great book of Colossians. Read the great book of Philippians where Paul is telling these people to rejoice in the Lord always. And he says, again, I say rejoice. We need to rejoice in the Lord. We need to recognize who he is and recognizing he is the God of the universe. People of God, he loves you. He has such a wonderful plan for you. Well, hey, this is the Thanksgiving Eve. I hope you have a good night, and you prepare, and you have a great day tomorrow on Thanksgiving. I hope you tune into my Thanksgiving message tomorrow. It's just really all Scripture. I'm sharing just all the Scriptures on thanks. It's going to be a good time. But more than that, enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. Reach out and touch someone's life. Be thankful to God for his bountiful blessings because he is God and he reigns in your life. Folks, go out and have an incredible day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. 
You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.